Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Well, you're listening to LUT's Radio WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Hallelujah. I am Kathy Brocks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Amen. Well, to, the name of today's show is Change the Atmosphere, number two. And the specific subject is See God Win. So the subject is See, See God Win. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. So, first we're going to open up with prayer. Um, and so, um, we're going to put God first. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Amen. It's you, Jesus, and no other thing, Heavenly Father, that is the creator of all things. Lord God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. For your name is I Am. Your name is Elohim Jehovah. And you, Lord God, are worthy. You made your son Jesus to pay the price for me and every person in this earth. And we thank you, Lord God, for redeeming this earth. Thank you, Lord, for we worship and we honor you, Father, and no one else and no thing else. For you are the one true God. And we know that. We honor that. We reverence that. Because that is the truth. And we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you 100%. Now, this you should absolutely know. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 is always in effect from before the foundation of the earth until this earth ends into eternity. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. I say that to say is that some of you guys are hearing things that are not God. You're hearing what you hear in a voice and you hearing people speak to you. You think it's the voice of God because you hear you should pray. You you need to pray, pray. And this thing that you're hearing is not God. It's actually a demonic spirit. It's called a familiar spirit. And what it's doing is it's hanging around Christians and non-Christians and people that are having any type of struggle or doubt. And they, they, it makes it takes on a semblance of God where it'll make your body feel like it's hot and it's heating up as if you're in the presence of the Lord and you're not. That's just hellfire. It's flesh being heated up. It's hellfire. And if it can deceive you long enough, even for a little bit to make you think that that's God, you'll begin to worship in the presence and the feeling of that hot feeling. Because it'll seem familiar to you and you'll think that, oh, I got I got in in the presence of the Lord in like five seconds. Oh, I know I'm, I'm on fire now. Uh-uh. Keep pressing because that thing will exhaust long before you will. And it'll definitely exhaust long before the Lord. So trust God. There is power in the name of Jesus. So when you pray, don't just say God, say Jesus, because everything must bow at the name of 
Jesus. Amen. The Father's name is I am. His name is I am. His name is Elohim. His name is Jehovah God. He goes by many names, but there is only one true God. There's only one person that holds your breath in his hands. There's only one person that made Jesus. There's only one person whose blood flowed through the body of Jesus. There's only one person who withdrew Jesus from the pits of hell when he paid the price for us. He paid the price on the cross by taking the punishment for the diseases and the sicknesses. He paid the price in hell for taking back for taking back the keys of death from the devil. Jesus paid the price of life and death and sickness. He did it all for us. He defeated death, hell, and the grave just for us. So don't let no demon and no false god and no false prophet tell you that Jesus is dead and he did not rise again because I told you, I showed you yesterday. And changing the change the atmosphere, number one, I showed you yesterday that Jesus rose from the dead. He died on the cross to pay the price for our sins, and he rose from the dead. Jesus is alive. I tell you that is the truth, not because I seen him with my own eyes, but because I believed it first, because the truth will resonate in your heart and in your mind, and you must let the truth resonate. Because God is alive and he is true. The Father and the Son are alive and the Holy Spirit is in the earth even now. And even in you preachers need to know this. When you preach, those demons will sit and listen to see if you say one wrong word or if you try to impart yourself in any way, shape, or form in that word. They will use it. They will use it and they will use it as a legalistic way to put themselves in your, a foothold in your life or in your ministry to tear you down and to tear down everybody that is following you. You call on the name of Jesus and believe that you are forgiven and walk in your forgiveness because the moment that you were saved, you were made righteous. And the enemy, Satan, and all his minions and all his familiar spirits and everything that fell down in hell with him will try and convince you that you are wrong. They'll try and convince you that Jesus is not alive and Jesus is alive and he is the face of God and he did pay the price for your salvation. He paid the price for your salvation. So no matter what kind of strange noises he may try and cause in your house or kind of no matter what kind of distress he may try and cause at your job, you call on the name of Jesus and you trust in God, whether it's at your job, at your home, at your school, and you declare peace in your atmosphere. Wherever you are, there should be peace, and there should be no sickness in your home. Your body is your home. There should be no sickness there because Jesus dwells there. The breath of God is in you. The word of God is in you. And God has declared you should be made whole. There should be no sickness in you. 
the Lord has already declared that you are made whole. When you got saved, you were made whole. So coronavirus has no right to you. Coronavirus has no legal right to you. I don't care if you were hit. I don't care if you were gay, if you are straight, if you are married, if you are fornicating, if you are a liar and a cheat and a thief. When you got saved, you had the right to be whole. Even if you had already backslidden before coronavirus came on the scene, you still had the right, the legal right, which is the blood of Jesus. You had the legal right to be whole, to never get sick a day in your mortal life and throughout eternity. You have that legal right to be whole and no thing can take that from you. So don't let anybody or anything convince you that you must be sick. You must not be sick because Jesus paid the price for you to be whole already. Do not let anything ever tell you that you cannot be healthy because God said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. The victory is yours. The victory is yours. John 3, 16, 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That is for you. Salvation is for you. Life is for you. Defeating death is for you. You are to live and to not die. Let that be your confession of faith. I shall live and not die. I shall live and not die. I am of sound mind and sound body. You are not to have Alzheimer's. You are not to lose your mind. You are not to have. Your mind is not to be overtaken by anything. God gave you that mind and that mind belongs to you. Mind, will, emotions, imagination, and consciousness. That makes up the soul. The soul was redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Confess your healing now. You are supposed to be whole of sound mind and sound body. No thing gets to take over your body. No thing. No thing and no person gets to take over your body. God gave each soul a body. And everybody a soul. There's one body for one soul. One soul for one body. You cannot remake a new spirit. The spirit is the word of God on the inside of you. If you find a man that tells you that they have just made a new spirit, they are lying and they are praying to the devil. Because what man can make the word of God? 
There is no man in this earth or out of this earth that can make Jehovah God. If any man tells you they can make Jehovah God, you stand back and you begin to pray. Pray the Father in the name of Jesus because in a moment you will not see that man. God does not play when it comes to his honor. You are not to take the glory of God and you are never to say that you made anything. You did not make God. He is not a creation. He is the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything in the earth. That includes you and the word of God. Everything in this earth was made from the word of God, from the mouth of God, from the heart of the Lord, from the mind of God. God made it all. Don't ever say that you made anything. Don't ever say that God does not exist because even though you have the free will to do so, you know it is not just. You know it is not correct. God gave you the free will to choose him or to not choose him, but he did not give you the free will to lie because it is an untruth. And anything that is not true is a lie. And the devil is a lie. God called you to be whole. He called you to be saved. He made you in his image. And he is not sick. He is not barren. He is not lustful. He is not broken. He is very much alive. He is whole. And he is love. God is alive. Jesus lives. And he wants you to live. The Lord wants you to live. The Lord wants you to live. You must understand that. The Lord wants you to live. I want you to begin seeing yourself healthy and whole. Get an image of you in your mind. Before you ever got sick of whatever sickness that is, if you were born sick, then I want you to create a new image in your mind where you are healthy and whole. Where you are playing piano or doing your favorite thing, if you don't know what your favorite thing is, imagine yourself doing something that you enjoy. Imagine something good. Don't imagine yourself fornicating. That's sex outside of marriage. If you imagine yourself having sex, imagine yourself with a spouse of the opposite sex. And the reason why I say this is because God will not honor anything that he has not said. If he has not said it and he has not done it, he will not honor it. So imagine yourself healthy. He's called you healthy. He's called you whole. A lot of y'all think that I'm getting I'm getting uh, getting hard on people 
that don't like folks of the opposite sex. No, I'm not. Because I said, anybody that is sick, anybody that wants to be whole, some of y'all just have stress. Stress will bring on all kinds of sickness. It'll make you think you're sick even when you're not sick. That's mental, but it manifests physically. Imagine yourself stress-free and call yourself stress-free every single day. Healing can come in a moment. Sometimes it may take longer because it takes you longer to believe it. But Jesus provided it for you, and he provided so you can have it instantly. I'm the believer. I believe that you can have your healing immediately. From the moment that you believe, the moment that it is prayed upon you, you can have it. So pray for yourself. Say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke sickness and I receive my healing now. If you want to get specific, you can call out that disease. You can rebuke that disease. So whatever that disease is, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke and name that disease. Name that virus and say, I receive my healing now. I receive healing to my whatever part that was. I receive healing to my whole body now. I am not your measurement. Don't line yourself up with me. Line yourself up with Jesus. That's your measurement. That's who you compare yourself to. Anytime you want to know how good you look, compare yourself to Jesus. And you want to start comparing yourself to his character first. And then when you want to you think about your physical attributes, God loves you and he has not made junk. He has not. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. So when Jesus talked about a comparison, he's talking about your character. Because he hasn't made anything ugly. He has not. The enemy will cause you to, to look at yourself and twist something beautiful and take something beautiful and twist it all up till you start calling yourself something that God has not called you. God has called you beautiful. You are you are to he demands and he commands that you call yourself beautiful because he has not made you unattractive. He has not made you an ugly thing. He has not made you sick. He has not made you barren. God has not taken anyone out of your life. We all have a season to come in and a season to go out. God does not do anything to cause you harm. He doesn't. Every man has the right to live to 120 years. Every man has that right. God gave every man that right. And I know that you may hear people say, well, this, that child died at the age of six because that was their time in the earth. No. Every man, every man is a male and a female. Every male and female has a right to live to 120 years. Every person has a book in heaven that has a book that is up to 120 years as far as purposes 
and things that they had to accomplish in this earth. Every person has a book that goes 120 years. God will not short your life. Things in this earth and faiths and beliefs and circumstances will short your life. But God says that you have victory over those circumstances and over those events in your life because you are to speak life to yourself. How can you pray for someone else when you will not pray for yourself? Speak life to yourself. Because you cannot love a man if you don't love yourself. So how can you love your neighbor if you don't love yourself? But how can you love yourself if you don't love God? You got to love God first. That's in the book of Mark chapter 12. Love the Lord that God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Against these two, there's no other, no greater commandments. And then he gives a third one in the book of John. To love your brothers and sisters in Christ as Jesus loved the church. That's in John 13, 34, I believe. Love. I know wisdom is the key thing, but you can't even gain true wisdom without love because you got to love God first. You got to love him enough to listen to him. And when you're listening to him, that's obeying him. You can't truly listen without obeying because in order to obey, you got to know what is heard. So you can go and do that thing. You got to know what's being spoken. So you got to actively listen in order to actively listen. You got to actively love. You got to love God in order to hear the instructions that he wants you to hear so you can go do the thing that he wants you to do. And the thing he wants you to do is live. God wants you to live. And so while many people are going around getting upset about this thing and that thing, live. I know that there's many diseases and viruses that are hitting people. I know they are. And it's it can be daunting. But God still wants you to live because sin will sin will hide under a cover. And diseases and viruses are a cover. Stress and debt are a cover. And God says, I want you to live out in the open, uncovered. The only covering God wants you to have is his glory and his righteousness. That's that's the covering God wants you to have because in him there is life and fullness of joy. There is peace. In God there is peace. And so the question to you today is, why won't you honor God by loving him so that you can love you so that you can love your neighbor. Rebuke the devil. He will come upon you and he will try and hurt you. He will try and sodomize you and get you so angry that you don't want to pray. And get you so angry that you stop praying for the people that hurt you. He'll even get leaders and heads of state to hurt you. To do all kinds of spiritual wickedness towards you and pray all kinds of horrible prayers toward you. Towards you. But God said, trust in him. Trust in the Lord God Almighty always and forever. No matter what comes your way, you call on the name of God and you do not 
compromise. Don't compromise because the devil will tell you, I'm going to kill you. But check this out. The devil doesn't have any right to kill you. That's right. A lot of people don't even know that. The devil does not have the legal right to take your life. You have to give it to him. The devil does not have the legal right to take your life. The devil does not have the legal right to take your life. You have the right to tell him to go to hell. You have the right to tell his demons to go to hell. But the devil does not have the legal right to take your life because Jesus took it back. When Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave, he took back the legal rights of the devil in the earth, in the heaven, and the grave. He took death away from the devil. And he gave it to men. This is why life and death is in the power of your tongue. Speak life concerning you. Speak life over your family, over your friends, over your place of work. Speak justice and truth over them. So that they may choose right in their daily lives. So that you may not be put in a position well, you got to make a choice whether you're going to serve God or your friend. Because I tell you this, you better serve God so you can bless your friend. Because if your people, the p place where you work and they are doing wrong and you are living righteously and you get, you come in a fork in a road where you got to decide between God and your friend, choose God so that you may pray for your friend. You may lose that job. But I tell you this, it is better to lose that job than to lose your soul. Because what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? It profits him nothing. You go to hell. That's why it doesn't profit you anything. You go to hell. Choose God. You're about to be put into position. And some of you have already been put into position. Whether you're going to make money or whether you're going to serve God. And some of you chose wrongly. You chose to serve money. You chose to serve money because you already had a check. It may not have been everything you wanted, but you wanted more money. And they told you, if you denounce Jesus and serve this other God, I'm going to give you two extra dollars an hour. And you sold your soul for two dollars. $2 an hour, you sold your soul. Let me tell you this. That soul ain't yours to sell. It ain't yours to sell. It's on loan. That belongs to the Lord God Almighty. You need to repent and give your heart back to God. You need to repent and give your heart back to God. The Lord will provide for you all your needs and all your wants. And let me tell you this. All the needs have already been provided for. It just doesn't look like it to you because you're so busy comparing yourself to your neighbor instead of comparing yourself to Jesus. When you compare yourself to Jesus, he will begin to tell you all the things that he's provided for you. And he'll tell you how you can get access to those things. 
So I'm here to tell you right now, stop comparing yourself to people around you. Start comparing yourself to Jesus, to the character of Christ. Because if Jesus can be away from his home and away from his earthly riches, bank account, and resources, and still multiply two loaves of bread and five fish to feed fifteen to 20,000 people, hello, how much more can he do for you knowing that his father in heaven, which, I, which is our father by adoption through Jesus Christ, how much more is he going to do for you? He's going to do that and more. You'll have a place to stay, a place to lay your head, food to eat and water to drink. And when, if you want more, he'll give you more. All you got to do is let him know what you want. Write it down on a piece of paper and make it plain. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, bam, this is what I want. This is what I want, Lord. How do I get it? Don't bow down to no devil ever again. Don't bow down. And some of y'all think that it's okay to worship some sex god. This is how you worship in a sex god. You think that your penis and your spiritual penis will stretch from your body to some other female's body and you're going to feel a release of your an ejaculation, a spiritual ejaculation, and it sometimes comes out physical. I'm here to tell you, that's a demon spirit sucking on your penis. That's a demon spirit vomiting on you. You think that you feel all high and all hot after you just assaulted somebody else? Remember, when you lust by simply looking at a woman, you have sinned already. So if if God's saying that looking upon a woman is sinful, when you look upon her and you lust to have sex with her, if God is saying that that is sinful, why would he give you any kind of pleasure? Why would he? Does not does that not go against his word? You'll find you'll find that in First John and two. One of the places is First John and two, and it says, "For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, is not of the Father." but is of the world. If God is saying that that kind of stuff is not of him, why would he give you any kind of pleasure in it? He would not. So I'm telling you that you men and women that are participating in that stuff, you are having sex with demons they're called familiar spirits some of y'all feel like you've been having sex in the anus some of you feel like you're having sex in the vagina or some of you feel like that your penis is basically having sex with a woman's vagina you are not that is a demonic spirit it is a demonic spirit that is having relations with you and what it is doing, it is opening up multiple doors to your soul so it can ravish you 
And before you know it, you will want that feeling all over again and again and again. And it's going to continue to ask you to do more horrible and more horrible things to yourself and to other people. To the point that you won't remember how to get to Jesus. It's trying to get you to forget you to forget that Jesus paid the price for your salvation, that Jesus made you free, and that Jesus will provide a mate for you to have real physical sex with. You don't have to have sex in your imagination or sex with a demon. God made you a human being to have sex with a man or with a woman, with the opposite sex. You don't have to have sex with a demon. God did not make you to have sex with a demon or with an angel. He made you to have sex with a human being. Sex is for marriage and sex is for human beings, not angels. If he wanted angels to have sex, he would have given them reproductive organs. He did not. He didn't make them to have sex with human beings. If that was the case, he would have said, look, man, go have sex with one of my angels. I don't have to create Eve for you. I don't have to create a woman from your rib because I have plenty of angels. He didn't say that. He put Adam to sleep and he took one of his ribs. You'll find it in the book of Genesis chapter three. He took one of his ribs. And he made Eve. He made a woman. And Adam named the woman, which makes him the head over the woman, the covering. Men, you are the covering for the woman. So every time you do these things, you call it spiritual sex and bam, hitting her from a far distance. What you're hitting is a spirit. These are familiar spirits. That is upon you and upon that woman. And they are communicating back and forth, making you think and all those that are participating with you think that you are actually having sex. And you are not. You are not. You are having sex in your mind, which is your soul. Your mind, will, emotions, imagination, and conscience. You're having sex with a devil, with a demon. You are worshiping Satan. Christians, you are worshiping Satan. Muslims. Yes, I'm talking to you. Because I have known some of you to do it. Not every Christian and not every Muslim has done that. However, atheists. And not every person has done this. But I'm calling all of you. Christians, Jews, Muslims, atheists, and every other religion out there. There is no such thing as having sex in the spirit because it's with a demon. You're having sex with the devil. And I named all of you for a specific reason. Because you all need to hear it. Because there are many of you. And the faith that you practice, even a, even a non-faith is a faith. It's called an atheist faith. It means to go against God, to not believe that God exists. 
and for all those different denominations of non-believing, you need to hear this. And all you other folks out there that believe something other than Jesus Christ of Nazareth, other than the God of Isaac and Abraham and Joseph, for you folks that believe something other than Jesus, you need to hear this. Spiritual sex is sex with a demon. You were made and designed to have sex with a person of the opposite sex. Homosexuals, lesbians. Spiritual sex is sex with a demon. You are made to have sex with a person of the opposite sex, with a human being, a human being, a human being. These demons vomit on you in the spirit. You think something is falling over your head and over your chest and over your shoulders. When it's a, it's a demon, it's vomit. It's nice and warm and it's vomit. You think that you're coming and you can feel come, it's vomit. It's not an ejaculation, it's vomit. V-O-M-I-T, spiritual vomit, and it stinks, and it's vile, and it's foul. God loves you, and he doesn't want you living like that. It's time to change your atmosphere. You need the atmosphere of Jesus Christ in your life. You need to know that Jesus loves you, and he wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be blessed. And even if you choose to not give Christ your life and you choose to not receive forgiveness, he still wants you to know that he loves you and that the practice of spiritual sex is sex with a demon. He wants you to know that because you need to know so that you have a choice of whether or not to save your life or to go to hell. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the time to give your heart to Jesus. Now is the time. Repeat this prayer after me. Praise the Lord. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you. Lord Jesus, I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. And from this day forward, I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit 
in the name of Jesus. With evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Jesus loves you 100%. Begin reading your Bible. Read, um, start off with the book, book of Genesis. Start reading the book of Genesis. It's about decreeing a thing. It's about how God created the heaven and the earth. And go all the way to the book of Revelations. Don't skip a day. Read every day. Even if you, even if you're just reading one page, but it'll get so exciting to you, you're going to be wanting to read like three and four chapters. Read the whole thing. You may even read it in one sitting. If you do that, reread it again. And also read the, the book of Matthew chapter 6. It teaches you how to pray. It's the Lord's Prayer. It says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if we forgive me their trespasses, our heavenly Father will forgive our trespasses. But if we forgive men not their trespasses, our heavenly Father will not forgive our trespasses. Now that last part was a summary. That was a uh, verse of 14 and 15. That's really important. You got to forgive those that have trespassed that have hurt you. Just say, Lord, I forgive all those that have hurt me. Because you have been forgiven of all your sins. That includes any way that you hurt somebody. Amen. And go your way and sin no more. That means don't do those things that hurt people before. And God will lead you in the way to go. The Holy Spirit, which is the mind of God, will lead you, mind of Christ. He will lead you in the way to go, which means when you come upon something and you're questioning it, do the right thing. If you don't know the right thing, say, Jesus, in the Father, in the name of Jesus, what should I do? And God will give you an answer. He'll never ask you to kill, to steal, or to hurt anyone. Amen. That's right off the bat, so you know that immediately. All right? Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Be blessed and tell somebody about LUTG Radio because our goal is to save as many souls as possible not as humanly possible but as god has given us to save and that is a lot because i have more than two million souls saved under my belt because i'm not ashamed to preach the gospel and because i sow into the kingdom of god and i've been sowing for years and i have more than two million souls under my belt i'm not bragging on myself that is a brag upon jesus because he saved my life he saved my life and he gave me money to sow. He gave me seed to sow. And he will do more for you. He will do more than he more than that for you. Trust him and believe him. God got you. Tell somebody how you got saved and point them to LUTG Radio. Amen. And God will give you a church home to go to so that you can be ministered to throughout the week. You can also listen to LUTG Radio. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting, and I am Kathy Brocks. Did I say WKKP? Yes, okay.
Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. With Direct Energy's free nights, you get 12 hours of free power every night. That means when it comes to pulling an all-nighter to get that presentation ready for the big meeting, we provide free power to the first pot of coffee. Power to your trusty laptop. Power to the motivational music. Power to the second pot of coffee. Power to the microwave for those late-night snack attacks. And power to you for getting that promotion you worked so hard for. Call 888-400-6044 or visit directenergy.com slash free nights to sign up for free power all night, every night. Call 888-400-6044 or visit directenergy.com slash free nights. See directenergy.com slash free nights for full details subject to change. Terms and conditions apply. PUCT number 10040.